Six days before the Passover, Jesus went to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, who had been raised from the dead. There a dinner was arranged in his honour. Martha helped serve the food, while Lazarus sat at the table with Jesus and the other guests. Mary brought a pint of pure nard perfume and anointed Jesus' feet, wiping them dry with her hair. The scent of the perfume filled the whole house. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who would later betray Jesus, asked, Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth 300 denarii. He wasn't saying this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was the one who looked after the disciples' money, and he often took some for himself. Don't criticise her, Jesus replied. She did this in preparation for the day of my burial. You'll always have the poor here with you, but you won't always have me here. A large crowd had found out that he was there. They came not just to see Jesus, but because they wanted to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. So the chief priest planned to kill Lazarus as well, since it was because of him that many Jews were no longer following them, but putting their trust in Jesus. The following day, the crowds of people who had come for the Passover festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They cut off palm branches and went to welcome him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one coming in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it, as Scripture says, Don't be afraid, daughter of Zion! Look, your king is coming, riding on a donkey's colt. At that time, Jesus' disciples did not understand what these things meant. It was only later, when he was glorified, that they realised what had happened had been prophesied and applied to him. Many in the crowd had seen Jesus call Lazarus from the tomb and raise him from the dead and were telling the story. That was the reason so many people went to meet Jesus, because they had heard about this miracle. The Pharisees said to one another, Look, we're getting nowhere. Everyone's running after him. Now some Greeks had come to the festival to worship. They came to Philip of Bethsaida in Galilee and said, Sir, we'd like to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then they both went to Jesus and told him. Jesus replied, The time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you the truth, unless a grain of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains just one grain. But if it dies, it produces many more grains of wheat. If you love your own life, you will lose it. But if you don't love your own life in this world, you will keep your life forever. If you want to serve me, you need to follow me. And my Father will honour anyone who serves for me. Now I am troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this coming time of suffering? No, for this is why I came, to go through this time of suffering. Father, show the glory of your character. A voice came from the heaven saying, I have shown its glory and I will show it again. The crowd that was standing there heard it. Some said it thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus told them, This voice spoke not for my sake, but for yours. 
Now is the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world will be thrown out. But when I am lifted up from the earth, I will attract everyone to me. He said this to point out the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd responded, The law tells us that the Messiah will live forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus replied, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness doesn't overtake you. Those who walk in the dark don't know where they're going. Put your trust in the light while you still have it, so that you can become children of light. When Jesus had told them this, he left and hid himself from them. But despite all the miracles he had done in their presence, they still did not trust in Jesus. This fulfilled the message of Isaiah the prophet who said, Lord, who has believed what we told them? To whom has the Lord's power been revealed? They were not able to trust him, and as a result they fulfilled what Isaiah also said. He blinded their eyes and made their minds dull, so that their eyes would not see, and their minds would not think, and they would not turn to me. For if I did, I would heal them. Isaiah saw Jesus' glory and said this in reference to him. Even so, many of the leaders did trust in him. However, they did not openly admit it because they did not want the Pharisees to expel them from the synagogue, loving human admiration more than God's approval. Jesus called out, If you trust in me, you're not just trusting in me, but also in the one who sent me. When you see me, you're seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light shining into the world, so that if you trust in me, you won't remain in the dark. I don't judge anyone who hears my words, but doesn't do what I say. I came to save the world, not to judge it. Anyone who rejects me and does not accept my words will be judged at the end time judgment, in accordance with what I have said. For I am not speaking for myself, but for my Father who sent me. He is the one who instructed me what to say and how to say it. I know that what he told me to say brings eternal life, so whatever I say is what the Father told me.